You're listening to Paint the Town podcast with your hosts, LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of. Welcome to Paint the Town Podcast, episode 126. What's up, bro? How's it going, man? I'm doing good, bro. How do you like my shirt? Dude, I love it, man. I never see you in red, bro. That's weird, man. Like, And you're wearing like blue jeans and uh, white shoes. Very patriotic of you, bro. Well, um, the uh, the shirt, just want to give a little shout out to, to Loud Labs. Hell yeah. Um, it's their fake arts shirt. Got a few palm trees on it. For the fake arts. You know what I mean? I, I figure I got at least half the population that's going to be interested in something like this you know? <laughs> quite literally i mean you got to watch wearing a red shirt in uh california that's true too yeah no believe me i'm just going here and then back home no no uh not going to be visiting any any neighborhoods and putting up any pieces <laughs> with this screaming red mainly red shirt on nice know? nice i remember i saw it when scott did the the screen print of that it looked pretty cool man so oh yeah Hell yeah, man. Well, the voice that you hear, ladies and gentlemen, is Michael Goodman making his second appearance of MRG Gallery. Welcome, man. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like a celebrity now. Once you get a second appearance, exactly. you've made it. Hell yeah, dude. And, and uh, on top of that, uh, Michael's been nice enough to, to let us use his gallery, the MRG Fine Art Gallery, uh, here on Ventura Boulevard in Sherman Oaks, to record this episode. This is actually... Um, Today, we're, we're doing three episodes here, and they're going to be our last of the season. And, uh, you know, we figured we'd try to, you know, end the season in style, and we definitely have done that because uh, this, this gallery is definitely my favorite one in the, in the whole city, mainly because oh, <laughs> the man that runs this gallery has got just as much, if not more, knowledge than all the other galleries and he's about a third their age. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, going to the last episode, guys, I mean, we, we kind of went over uh, Michael's story, and uh, it was so impressive, man. But And I just wanted to kind of talk to you about how the pandemic has affected you, man. You know, it's crazy because I think about, like, pre-pandemic, I spent a lot of time alone uh, in this business. There's, like, kind of, you're kind of like a lone wolf in yeah. various ways. But now dealing with everyone else being alone... It's like driving me crazy. Not me being alone, but everyone else. Like, yo, they're calling you more, huh? Yeah, it's like, whoa, <laughs> like this is crazy. Like, you know, I, I thought you know people would pick up hobbies, stuff like that, and artists have been productive, but some have gone into a creative rut, and mm. they're all coming to me. Like, what should I be doing? What should I be painting? And business wise, it's interesting because. Now, with people in the uncertainty, the uncertainty of the economy, they've kind of held back kind of on their uh, spending on art because mm. it's like, you know, people with disposable income. So they're just and with the presidency, they're like, OK, some people really help them. Others are like, oh, crap, I'm going to be paying more in taxes. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, I, I always say here in California, it doesn't matter. We're screwed either way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. Pretty much. The yeah, taxes no, you're here. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, it's so funny. I was in Huntington Beach this weekend, and they had the actually witnessed the uh, million mega march. Actually, what in Huntington Beach? Oh, wow. yeah, yeah, I was just there. Um, I thought that was just in uh, in DC. No, I mean <clears throat> they're out in full force, man. I mean 
it's straight up people wearing like kilts and uh, American flags and just like American flag suits. And, uh, you know, the crazy thing is like all families, man, like a lot of families, a lot of like one, one, like trailer. <sighs> you know what that wh- means? You know, it's just going to be a generational thing. This, this, uh, this whole movement that Trump has created is a movement. You know what I mean? Like yeah. once this election is all done, this is why he's doing what he's doing the way he's doing it. You Let's be I mean? honest. Before Trump, no one gave a shit about politics. Like now, it's like <laughs> people who you're like, you did not care about politics. Yeah. Now you care about like you want to talk to the president. Just hit him up on Twitter. It's like crazy. <laughs> he saved the company. He saved Twitter. I don't think Twitter would be relevant without Trump. True. Mm. Yeah. No. 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 He, I he was not using lots of Twitter. exposure. Yeah. He, imagine if he was using Snapchat. Oh man, that would have been hilarious. You get the <laughs> snaps from the president. <laughs> no, wrong. Like, you know he doesn't have email. You know he doesn't have email, right? He, if he does, it's probably oh well. But the running man. <laughs> if, if he had Snapchat, man, he would just be like, "Up, oh, there's my McDonald's. Up, oh, oh, there's man. my McDonald's. Up, <laughs> oh, there's my Coke." You know, he drinks like twelve cokes a day and eats McDonald's all the time, man. So I yeah, mean, yeah, but you know what? The thing with, with Snapchat is it disappears, right? Yeah, yeah, he wouldn't get so much heat, maybe. Oh. They were like, yo, did you see uh, Trump's last snap? Like, no, I missed it. Oh, that sucks. Oh, my God. What would that do to his following if that's the only way that he... Oh, my God. What would that do? If that was the only way that he communicated was through Snapchat, that would... You know, make people want to have to tune into him more that are his followers? Just because they don't want to miss anything? He's an entertaining dude. Like... He's an entertainer. That's what he's. No, before, no, he is. Before I he ran for president, agree. before he ran for president, I mean, he was like, I think he was like, pretty much, you know, he was, he was a just, cool dude. You don't yeah. want to kick it with him. <laughs> yeah. I what? still think he, I would want to kick it with him. Just he not as helped, a person. But he actually helped. One of the things that I do have to say for the guy um, is that he helped the UFC to exist. Back when the UFC was struggling to to get going and everything. He let them have one of their events at the um, uh, at the Trump Taj Mahal or something like that in in Atlantic City. This yeah, year, which was a big no, 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 no. This was years ago. This was oh, okay. like yeah, but decades the, ago. The Taj Mahal was like a failing business. Yeah, they just thing. needed. I know, but dude, at the time, at the time, the UFC needed a place to go, mm. and nowhere was letting them go because of the licensing problems that they were having. Mm. So. You know, that's that is one good thing that I will say for Trump is that he did help the UFC at a time when they needed it. They don't need him now, you know what I mean? But there was a time when they needed an, a, you know. Well, you know, yin and yang, man. You know, everybody's got a little bit of black and another bit of white, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I think, you know, it, it's just funny when I think on a personal level, when you get to know someone, like I'm sure there's people they've had good personal experiences with the dude. Oh, of course. Oh, no, yeah. I'm just and, saying, like at the end of the day. I okay, think, I know, I'll, <clears throat> just because um, I do know this for sure. This friend of mine, Jan Gonet, he was uh, the he ran um, Manor, which was one of the top men's modeling agencies in New York. Okay, so he got to meet Donald uh, through one of their modeling events, and he said, you know, I I found him to be uh, very inquisitive. He asked, you know, some very interesting questions. And at the time, he was just there to kind of learn a little bit about what was going on. What year was this? This, dude, this was decades ago. This was 
Um, okay, so that would have been like 84. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Was, like, was he on Fresh yeah. Prince of Bel-Air? <laughs> I was just about to say that. I was just, you know what? It's funny. They did Home Alone, you know, right around or that Or on time. The Simpsons when they predicted he was going to become president. Oh, my God. I love it's, how all, you know those, all those things it? came true. You know why he did it? Why? Because he needs to win. Well, no, no, no. What reason is he needed winner. money, man? The original reason why he like started running for president. They're saying like I, I, I fell down the rabbit hole one night on on YouTube. And Market his name. <laughs> well, it was because Obama went after him. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, But he did that? no. But he did run for president actually before that too. Like in the nineties or something like that. He like no. Went, they asked him, would he run for president? I think that was an interview with Oprah. Funny enough, a lot of people don't know this about Biden. This is not like his first time running. Like, oh yeah, yeah, he, oh, yeah. yeah. He, he's ran like uh, this. I think this is his third time or something like that. But um, I'm not gonna lie. This was like the best presidential debate ever. Like the <laughs> content, you can't even write this stuff. If we were playing a drinking game when they were doing their <laughs> debates, and boy, I got hammered because they said. <laughs> It was how many times Biden was going to say, let me tell you what the deal is. And shit, he told <laughs> He said it a lot of times, but he didn't tell you what the deal was. So he just got hammered. He's like, let me tell you what the deal is. Let me tell you what the deal is. I'm like, come on, dude. Oh, man. I couldn't even. To be honest, I'm just so relieved the whole president. I mean, the whole thing is over. I mean, I guess it's not really over, right, guys? Like, I, well, you know I, I still have my boards up. People thought I was crazy, smart, too. Though, they were man. like, that was so smart. yo, he kept his boards up. And this was with the riots. It was like a blessing for me because I was like, great. Now people won't tag my store. <laughs> well, <laughs> Just I mean, so you know, those of you who are uh, listening, um, Michael's gallery that he has, it's on uh, Ventura Boulevard in Sherman Oaks, is prime real estate. And also for, you know, it's right on Ventura Boulevard. So during the riots and everything, uh, he very wisely boarded up his windows. Um, and has kept them that way. And they're actually really cool. I rolled up today and I saw them and I was like, dude, that looks awesome. Who did those? Uh, two artists. So one's name, his name's Chance Cooper. And then the other guy, his name's Berg. Um, and it's crazy. I wanted them to do murals of things that like they could have gone stylistically as artists and just do what they're known for. Mm -hmm. But I wanted them to do something that was really current. So if you look at the murals, one of the murals is about like, police brutality yeah. so it's like these police officers on horses and then there's like a selfie area where you can pretend like you're running from the police which is kind of funny <laughs> That's nice. and then the other one is uh it's kind of in a keith herring-esque style mm -hmm. but if you look carefully there's like a lot of pretty uh risque content there i think there's a girl who's naked with a bottle of hand sanitizer but no one has realized it <laughs> because it just shows you people just don't pay attention when they see something they're just like oh they either like it or they don't like it but they kind of i've had people they stare at those murals for like 10 15 minutes and then i start talking about it and showing them and they go like oh it's like as if they couldn't see before it's like a magic eye dude <laughs> no and it's just like i'm not saying anything like that's thought provoking i'm just literally telling you what's there which you could clearly see but <laughs> You know what not, you could clearly see, obviously, because they these could people, clearly see it after you point it out to them. That's like me saying, uh, okay, we're looking at these puzzle pieces and then you didn't notice that it was a puzzle piece. You right. were like, oh, all right. I saw was the flowers. It's like, really? <laughs> like if it's that evident, right? Dude, but we're looking at some puzzle pieces something. on the wall that have yeah. some flowers on it. And to be honest, I mean, I, I really... I didn't notice that it was puzzle pieces, man. Like, I mean, see? It's not, but it's Boom, not, it's right not, there. It's but not see? that like I didn't, 
I didn't like. But you clearly thing. see the yeah, flowers. Yeah, I right? clearly see the flowers. But I'm just saying that on the wall, what it's placed, like the flowers are so detailed. Actually, that it kind of draws your attention to the the micro instead of the macro, you know. No, I mean? it draws your attention because I clearly saw that they were puzzle pieces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before I, I really even no, noticed but regardless, what kind in of five minutes were. you would figure out. Oh that yeah, they yeah, were yeah. there were both there. I'm yes, saying people yeah. they'll be like mindless staring at something, and then when you say, "Hey, look at that," they go, "Whoa!" It's like, <laughs> well, wait, what were you looking at for ten minutes? Like, well, you know, I'm t- I'm pulling up a. Um, uh, Chancey's uh, uh, Instagram right here, Chance Cooper, and man, his style's super cool, man. I mean, he's such a cool dude too. I, I'm like just he looking lives at, up to his art. Oh I'm just wow. looking at this one. I mean, it invokes like the like, Pink Panther that's yeah, been kind of sliced up and uh, smashed. Yeah, I, was, I mean, it was much as let's say it's like even though it's like doesn't look like a Pink Panther at all, it's just like you your brain. It. Yeah, your yeah. brain kind of just like looks at it and is like, whoa, that's Pink Panther in a very like abstract Picasso kind of. Uh, There's enough there, though, that your mind puts it together. Yeah, man. And uh, the, the faces are really cool, too. And it kind of just makes like a pattern. You're, you're, is it like you told them, you're like, those are faces. And they're like, oh, my God. No. <laughs> yeah, that, that's literally what happens, though. It's like you could look at this photograph here and someone was saying, well, that's so random. Uh, that there's an apple and a butt. I'm like, you've never heard of like apple bottom or something like. And it's just like, I made that connection for them, and they're I love like, that piece, "Whoa, you're like a savant." I'm like, no, that's just that's me being in tune with popular culture. Now, if you say, "Hey, I didn't know the reference," that's that's fine too. But it's like, who who's uh, whose piece is that? Uh, his name's Kai Aaron's. He had a show here. It was called Dot to Dot. Um, I love those dots. Yeah, no, it was fun. I mean, I liked it because there's a there's a painting of me, and I'm like kind of looking, but it's like, where am I looking? This is uh, Michael <laughs> Tenenbaum, right? Very what? well, this is Michael it. Tenenbaum, right? This is Robert Tenenbaum. Robert Tenenbaum. Sorry, yeah, I yeah. wish I could take credit. <laughs> <laughs> Michael take Tenenbaum la- Goodman. Take yes. his last name. <laughs> well, we, we're both Jewish, so we have that in common. I nice, guess. nice. Yeah, let's keep it in the family. Yeah, or the religion. Excuse me, keep it <laughs> the in the religion. Family, every. Thing, same thing i feel like i'm one with like my friends and artists at this point it's it, it is family really like the frame on that too really helps to uh his show was crazy because i told him like to gather his works and i was like look i'm gonna curate the whole show but i need like minimum a day now when i say that i'm like expecting a couple of days like he gave me a like a day by like the hours like it wasn't even a full day it was like 18 hours to curate like 28 works oh my god and it's crazy because people don't realize that like just taking a bunch of pictures putting a nail in the wall it's not like this simple task that it's just going to take like five minutes because you're trying to line up the stuff it literally took to curate all of that like every hour all you know and there was no it was like okay this is going to go up there put a nail and like i was kind of like pacing it and Literally, I was like, as the show is starting, I'm like taking wet wipes, going like this. <laughs> Didn't even have time to go home and shower. It was like, but it was a good show. There, it was, it was a lot of fun. But man, this guy, he. Well, no, I, I that's the one thing I think a lot of people don't realize when you're setting up a show is how much you know thought goes into the setup, you know, because especially for high end clients, man. It's all about first impressions and where you take them from that first impression, you know. 
You can have a great show, and if you don't have it set up nicely, it's not going to be anywhere near as uh, sellable as a show that is set up exactly the way it should be. That's you're making the most out of the show. And we, we overlook that sometimes, like production on anything, like we're doing a podcast right now and people don't see the behind the scenes. They just see the result and they're like, oh, that sounds good to me. But with a show, it's like it's it's interesting because visually I'm trying to teach people kind of visually how to see. Mm. And a lot of stuff like it's amazing how like the media today, like Instagram and these different social media platforms you can take an artist who has a big following and then that somewhere in your head tells you this is good. Like, yeah, no, and yeah. it's, it's amazing the power of it. So if you're seeing an artist who is taking really cool content and you're living this artist's lifestyle, like now you associate like high end lifestyle with good art. But yeah, no, I mean, this is, I just watched this uh, documentary last night. I'm actually not a fan of this music artist, but have you heard of the artist six, nine, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I by the way, yeah. I called six nine. Like I was there from day one. I was at day six. <laughs> like I have friends in the music industry and yeah. they're like, Michael, are you like are you challenged? Like, have you heard this guy's music? And I'm like, there's something different here. This no, kid see, is gonna blow up. I yeah, know it. Yeah, no, it's crazy because I watched this documentary on Hulu yesterday and basically that's what you're talking about. It's about the shock value. It's about there's something about this guy that's so it's he's a guy teach you you don't know he's a mexican rapper that uses the n-word Rain, rainbow the hair rainbow hair down. 69 on his face oh they, no i've seen i've seen that image of the the tattoo on his yeah on his yeah no face. i'm just like, saying this is, it's like is. the shock valley of things what he was doing is so popular and the lifestyle that he was living was just so like outrageous like lamborghinis you, you know what but I mean? even and, before the lamborghinis when gumbo came out because i know this guy's career <laughs> it's a gritty video in like God knows some hood in New York and Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, wow, you know, there's this rainbow haired unicorn amongst the hardest core bloods in New York and they're not shooting him. Well, apparently Yo, this, this, this is, is starting. <clears throat> this is what happened. Good basically. Point. So what happened apparently is that uh, he had to turn to kind of like his more gangster image because he was uh, doing like the, you know, I'm a, I'm a pimp kind of thing. And then he got busted because... I guess in a video, he had a 13-year-old girl that was, like, performing, you know, sexual acts on him. So he got thrown in jail for being, like, a pedophile for a little while. And then so he, in turn, like, went to the gangsters and said, hey, I'm part of these. He started handing out red bandanas to all these people, basically. You, you know what I mean? And they were, they were cool with him, I guess. But at the end now, he kind of snitched on all those he went to jail, he went to jail for some other crap. Everyone would have snitched. And then on. he snitched on yeah, he snitched on all those guys and all those guys are in jail now. And it doesn't matter, man. I'm just saying that. You, you know, know why his career is amazing? He spent two years in jail, comes out of jail, gets a a ten million dollar contract. Yeah. I mean there's something special about it. And him he's for sure. proven he got more views than Drake. Than Drake. Drake is like I'm just wondering like but the music sucks, man. I mean, this is this is my personal opinion. I mean, I don't understand so, it. You know what I mean? It's like Two-minute songs of him screaming. And I'm just saying, I've listened to a lot of rappers, you know what I mean? And I really can't understand it. So, I mean, but the thing is, like, I think that the the the, the visual aspect is so crazy that people just, like, want to keep on... They get captivated by it's that. It's the authenticity, though. Yeah. Like, as fake as, like, we want to say it is, there's something no, I mean, authentic I about him. Like, I saw the most amazing interview. He was, like, on The Breakfast Club or he was being interviewed by someone big. 
and they were calling him out on his music. Yeah. And he's like, J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar must be shaking their head going Seriously. like this. And he's like, I wrote Fifi in a minute. Yeah. And he breaks down the song and he just, he's completely honest. He's like, I don't even like, like it just, but then I, then the question is, okay, on the receiving end, the people yeah. listening to this people, they don't, we don't have the time to comprehend intellectual stuff anymore. We yeah, just don't, we yeah. don't have it. Like we're not going to have another stairway to heaven in, in, in this, like we don't, everyone has ADD. There's no way. I mean, by the, the time, version of Stereo to time, is going to be quite different. By the time it's going to be a lyric, lot faster. Yeah. By the time the lyrics comes in, half the audience is dead. Well, do you ever know? <laughs> <laughs> like, you ever notice like sleeper trip? Here, here's, here's the thing about uh, attention span. Do you ever notice like when we were kids, like people would quote movies. Like yeah. that's not a thing anymore. People just show each other TikToks. memes. People just show each other memes. Oh my god! Yeah, you know, memes. you need to capture somebody's attention in about three to five seconds, basically, within one visual picture and some words. You, you know what I mean? That's why people don't quote movies anymore. They're like, "Get to the point, Junior." You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so no, it's but just... you have these shows. Like I think about like Netflix and yeah. all these shows on Netflix now, and like there used to be a time I was just talking to this with my sister, like actors would go like oh i don't want to be on like a series like that but now it's like that platform can make you yeah like yeah. no you're a net like you get a big gig like you get on the next tiger king you're gonna become faint like <laughs> like yeah that's i mean crazy. no it's weird though but on the other hand like tiger king is as famous as tom cruise same yeah level. no you're they right could go you're toe right. to yeah, toe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, seriously. You, you know them both right yeah you're right <laughs> no the thing is like you know what though <clears throat> people People say they don't, we don't have attention span, but then they'll watch 10 hours of fucking Tiger King. You, you know what I mean? It's like. But they, they give us it in the right dosages. So it's like, if you realize like shows now, they're like, they realize like, yo, let's keep this to like, like I, I was a um, Game of Thrones junkie. Sure. And I barricaded myself for three days <laughs> to like <laughs> be at home. I was like sweating when you're watching. I'm um, a the episodes are long. They're like an hour, two hours long. They're like yeah, full movies. Yeah, yeah. And I was like disgusted with myself once I got out. <laughs> I, like, I mean, shit, man. I, I mean, was like, I'm this much into like medieval stuff. Into Dungeons and Dragons, bro. Yeah, it's, it's the whole, you know, it's so funny. I've never actually played that game, but sure, maybe I should start. But I was just like, wow, like there were people from day one watching this waiting a week to see an hour episode and they were yeah. hungry for it. I didn't have that luxury. It was more like everything had come out, the final season's going to and I had to play catch up. That was 3 days like <laughs> of your life just gone, bro. Yeah. You well, obviously don't have kids or a wife. Or no, if I had them, I'd say, leave me alone. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they would serve me with you know divorce what? papers in the three days. You know what, though? Back in the day, I remember when Breaking Bad was coming out. Oh, God, that See, was another it's one. It's like we had to wait a week <clears throat> to watch the next episode. Everything, you know, Netflix wasn't like, it was like playing recaps, I remember. Yeah. You know what I mean? But nowadays, it's like, dude, man, they, they give you like 12 episodes all at once, man. And you just want to binge them like a fucking junkie. You know, you know what I mean? No, so, it is. I mean, I remember what it was now. 24. Remember oh, the yeah, series yeah, yeah. 24 yeah, with yeah, Kiefer yeah. Sutherland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was the the last <laughs> last TV series that, that I actually had time to yeah, keep yeah, track yeah. with something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, we yeah. all have time. It's just whether you're prioritizing it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's not the most of I'm not saying it's a it's it's a good use of your time. Come to like, my house. <laughs> no, Come hang out at my it, house. It's bro. amazing. Like w- there's this there's this urge to be a part of things. Like Takashi Six Nine, going okay. back to yeah. him, it's like whether you like this is a force to be reckoned with. It's like not knowing Justin Bieber. Like everyone knows who Bieber is, whether yeah. you like his music or not, and he came out with the song. I'm like, yo, this kid's talented. Like, he's just talented. And no, the thing is, like, I could, I could and I hated him for voice. so long no, because I, admit, I was just jealous. <laughs> yeah, no, I could admit, like, Justin Bieber, it's like, dude, this guy's a musician. He can sing, you know, many octaves, right? So it's like, he has talent, man. But I'm just saying, when we're talking about, like, Takashi 6ix9ine, like, I'm well, just like, Bieber man. also has but, something that a lot of people, a lot of kids don't have, and that is the mentality, the obsessive compulsive sickness that put him where he is. If it wasn't for that obsessiveness, he can be talented as fuck and still not make it where that kid made it. He oh, for sure. He's around all these musicians, I think, but... Yeah, I think, like, to, this guy, Takeshi 69 too, I mean, he releases songs, like, real quick, dude. Like, you know you know what I mean? He shoots this... He releases a song, like, every... And shoots a video every two weeks. And they're, like, amazing videos. I think he's very, like, to be honest, like, a videographer more than, like, uh, he is a rapper, in my, in my opinion. I he mean, had, he revived Akon's career. Oh, I, I didn't know about That's that. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, what, what, to the, the comparison I make between him and Justin Bieber, when Justin Bieber came out, everyone's like, this little kid's a shit. Like, we hated on him. We hated on him. We we're just like, you know, this is teeny bop crap, whatever. Now he's a little bit older. He became, you know, he, he wisened up or whatever. And we're like, oh, you know, kid, you know, kind of like this stuff, whatever. Like, I think we're doing the same, like, it's hard to kind of like. I never want to be outdated. I don't want to be that no, guy for who sure. grows and I'm like, oh, I hate this stuff. It's like maybe See, I don't uh, understand. What about like XXX Tentaction or whatever the fuck his name is? Okay. Tentaction. Tentaction. Okay, I love that. How do I know that shit? <clears throat> I don't know how to pronounce it. You know, what I mean, another another fucking dead SoundCloud rapper like Jesus Christ. They, like so many of them fucking die. They're <laughs> famous and they die next week, man. That's like, a Juice <laughs> World. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know. I mean? But what I'm saying is like, dude, I can like actually kind of like. Even though I don't like necessarily exact, it's not my type, but I can understand like and appreciate like the talent a little bit. I'm saying, you, you know, what I mean, but like I said, maybe maybe you're right, man. But you know, what I mean, but I literally, I, I just think like people are just dumbing down so much more that they're just like, oh, rainbows, oh, the guy's screaming, he has gangsters around him, he must be cool. So I actually, <laughs> this is crazy, but I actually kind of try and take the time to actually listen to the music lyrically and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this kid is either like a marketing genius, but he's so spot on in terms of identifying aspects of popular culture. Mm. And like we all say we can do it, but we obviously don't get like he has a huge fan base in Sweden. And I got to be like, yo, Swedes are some of the most cultured people. What are they like? What am I not seeing here? Because if it really was crap, it wouldn't gain traction. Yeah, I don't believe wouldn't fly over there. Right? And like this is a guy who came out of jail broke a record in numbers that means like it could have gone either way it could have been like yo this is whack or whatever and then you have all the people who jump on the train like oh let me hear what this is about now that it's gaining traction and i think you as a musician you have like you know this deeper knowledge of it sure and like what happens is you can't go below that anymore because you're just like no i'm trying to hide myself not See, I mean, I, I get what you mean. And yeah. like yesterday, I'm like, I guess, you know what? I, I was listening to more his flow and more his uh, beats. I wasn't listening to specific, like, 
you know, rhyme schemes or, or things like that. So, you, you know, I'll t- I'll, I'm going to give it another chance, I, I think, you know, because, but my point is, I think it's just like publicity stunts can make people, right? We, we can all, for sure. right? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> we can all, yeah. we can all agree with that, right? And then, so it's like when you have crazy publicity stunts, like, when he basically shoots up Chief Keith, like in the middle of fucking, you know, Manhattan, basically, like he threatens him on Instagram and things like that, right? It's like the next thing that you do, you, you release a song that's kind of like hyping this publicity stunt, and then there's traction, you know. But you're right. I mean, it's kind of like branding. Yeah, it, it, 100%. Like, this guy made Rainbow. He took back the Rainbow from the gays, man. Like, you know? <laughs> well, I, I don't know if you could do that. I mean, when you can make a Rainbow straight, I mean, that. <laughs> I, I I heard the craziest thing. I, I was watching an interview of Pitbull, and he says, you've made it when your name, when you're more famous than the dog. Like, when you Google Pitbull, Pitbull comes up, not the dog. Like, what type of fame is that when you've trumped the actual, like, when you Google Pitbull, the, a dog should come up. No, Pitbull's yeah. face comes up. The singer. That's crazy. That's real success. You know right what it there. is, though? For a Pitbull, man, he's got the Latin market fucking on lock, though. Latin dude. market or not. When he's How old more is he? famous How old is than the dog. I think he's in his 40s, but. No, oh, here. This is, uh, so we got a fact check, man. We got a fact check right here. Because I, I feel like this guy, No, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Someone go to Wikipedia. Change it real quick. <laughs> Oh, see, here's the thing. We got a bunch of dogs, and he's on the side right here. So that's crazy, though. Come on. When you Google, and he's 39. This fuck this guy, man. <laughs> he didn't like. Pitbulls have been around longer than Pitbull. But it's like, damn, you took over. You took over a species. Fucking went for it, and he accomplished it. Like I just like imagine like you like that could have been any name too. His name could have been Pigeon. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Like, your name's Pigeon. It's <laughs> not, not a bad idea, you know? Yeah, man. No. <clears throat> you know what, though? Music is so, like, to be honest, it's, like, very difficult. Because, like, I was, I was talking to my friend this weekend, and I was like, you know, music, they don't really actually sell music, man. Because, like, there's so many music that sounds like other music. What music really sells is, like, hey, why do you wear a band's shirt? Because you kind of subscribe to their values, actually. You, you know what I mean? I like, uh, you know, Tupac or whatever. And it's because of, I like the story, you know what I mean? Now it's kind of like, if I wear a uh, 6'9 shirt, you kind of know what kind of guy I am. <laughs> you know what, what I mean? You, I mean, like, what sure. the hell is Sure Shot track? Oh, uh, it's my friend's uh, record label, actually, yeah. So, there you go. When I, just, I tell people oh. I'm a Takashi fan, they literally, eyebrows go up. They're like, yo, Michael Goodman? Like, this guy? Like, this guy was in, like, a, like, like you know, he, he yeah, yeah. I, and I put I, him I, at the level of, like, not not intellectually but like i listen to like <laughs> jordan peterson samuel harris all these oh, like yeah. intellectual guys that i'm inspired by but i i told myself like i'm not i don't want to be the hater you know because it's so easy to just say hey that's garbage or whatever yeah and like i i'm i could just assume you know people who don't know me i tell them my opinion on art and they're like oh yeah this guy's a dick <laughs> like and it's just like i'm just <laughs> I'm just coming from a place of like I know what Honesty. I know. I, the truth I try, hurts. I know whose fault is what it? I know well, but no, it's 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 amazing with music. I think music is such a huge component to the visual art world. Mm. I mean, every artist listens to music while they're creating. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know one artist who's like in his studio like silence. Like, well, they listen to this podcast too. A lot of shout yeah, out no, to, or, shout or, out to all the artists listening paging right now. No, you're, you're listening, listening to, to something, but like mu- music, like we can't, we can't escape it. And 
it's amazing. They, they were showing people on TikTok. I'm really involved in this app, consuming con- content just to be like, see what people are interested yeah. in. Oh, did you ever find out if you could talk about what you're working on yet? Or uh, Yeah, I can. So awesome. I'll, I'll get to that in just a moment. Can't but they that. showed kids today, the Gen Zs or whatever you call them, a photo <laughs> of Michael Jackson. And they showed them a photo of Charlie D'Amelio, who's like this big TikTok sensation. No one knew who Michael Jackson was. <laughs> there, but they were like, that's Charlie D'Amelio. And I said, wait, is like most of us, we all know who Michael Jackson is. And we're going to go like, wait, is there something wrong there? I was going to ask you but, who the fuck Charlie D'Amelio was. <laughs> there, you're, you, you say that in the streets right now, you're going to look like a damn fool. That's crazy, isn't it? Like, that's Charlie D'Amelio is so big right now. She's like, Oh, it's a girl. And you're like, Yo, Charlie D'Amelio is a dude. I didn't know. I thought it was a dude. I thought it was a fucking dude. I know that, but you know, it's crazy. Now, here's the thing like, last time we were talking about, like, we know, I know Steven Tyler is a fucking rock star from Aerosmith, okay? But people know Steven Tyler as a judge on American Idol or one of those. Jason Derulo right now is a TikTok star, he's not even a musician. That's the that's the amazing thing. He got rebranded. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And people are telling me like, "Oh yeah, look how good TikTok is. It gave Jason Derulo a career." I said, "Man, this guy doesn't even see it. He just sold his soul." <laughs> yeah. He he was a pop star. Yeah. Now he's a TikToker. <laughs> I mean, ideally you would want it to go the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, maybe maybe here's the thing. I think there's just like more avenues of like entertainment nowadays and there's no uh, one that's better than the other man it's just like you can be like it's also more avenues of fame right yeah yeah definitely i mean you can be like you know the tiktok star and then you can be an instagram star and then these are like two worlds that actually like they do crossovers <laughs> no they do crossover i'm saying baby rexa do you know baby rexa <clears throat> no, no no i don't she, she's a big I gotta Google these she's a big about. musician and she did like a dance. Michael, I'm sorry. Can you remind people how old you are? Old enough. <laughs> I mean, these are all, I'm now these 28, are like very, I'm, very... I'm now 28 years of age. Wait, what was, what was the thing Jeez. that teacher was asking, can you talk about? Because I, I know oh, you're always so, working on crazy projects. Like you're on the Kardashians, man. You know oh, what I mean? Man, like I'm always doing you, something. You do always some crazy stuff. So tell us about your latest projects, man. Well, my latest project, I'm working with this uh, app we're creating called Art Matcher. Mm. And we're looking about restoring these relationships in the art world. Right mm. now, the art world is so dysfunctional. And it, it's it been one of those industries that no one really cares to fix because the people who get hurt by it are neglected in different ways. So if we know like a rich guy got screwed on a big painting, like mm. 50 million, no one cares. Like, well, he had $50 million yeah. to blow. Like, great. Like, <laughs> go, go, go cry on your 200 foot yacht, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, where that painting is being stored. And then, sadly, artists. Like, you know, you hear, you know, you tell someone, yo, I'm an artist. It's like, yo, who died in the family? Like, (laughs) it's like, why why would you tell someone that? You know, unless you're like, like, it's it's such a, it has such a negative... You know, in America, it does. Oh, that's nice. What do you even in Europe, in, in Europe? It's like, oh, he's an artist here. Give him a uh, yeah. Okay, at least <laughs> it's the right. same everywhere. <laughs> or or something like, well, that's awesome. Well, yeah. what do you do for work? Yeah, like what do you really do? Yeah, <laughs> like what feeds you? You know, they just start giving hand signs. So it's like you know, we want and 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 going into this industry and what what art match or what we hope to do with it is is essentially build the most 
important component to this. It's relationships. Yeah. And right now there isn't a platform for that. And that's what we're doing. We're creating the platform. I have a great team on the East Coast. I was showing a teacher some of the merch that we got. That's that's when you know you're top of the line merch, dude. When, by when, the you, way. when yeah. you get when you get business cards and you get like things printed on garments, it's, it's like, real. It's real. <laughs> Especially when that uh, that <clears throat> merch is top of the line. Wait, so uh, so what is our message to you? So I, if I want to sign up for the app, I so mean, it's coming out uh, next year. Basically, there's always um, been something fucked up with the art business in my we have, mind. Yeah, you know, there's always been a dysfunctionality to it and everything. And what Michael is talking about basically is probably one of the best things I've ever heard of. Yeah, I showed him there's this video on YouTube that we released uh, essentially kind of explaining it in more in depth. Very clear video. Um, and perfect. We're just, we're here to create without getting into the mechanisms. Like if you pull up, the, if you just look up Art Match or the, uh, the app on YouTube, it's this uh, animation we've done. Um, We've created through my expertise. I've been in the in the gallery business now fourteen years. Twenty eight years old. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, Keep sorry. Going. I know when people do the math, they're like, "Yo, when did he start? Was he like in diapers?" That's just, um, my point. Go ahead. But um, it, it's amazing because there's so much secrecy. There's so much deception. There's so much dishonesty, and. In any other business, if you ran a business that way, you would be out of business. But somehow the art world gets away with it because they're like, well, you know, the people we're being dishonest to are, you know, they can afford it or whatever. But that 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 then intimidates people to like even get into the industry. And I think collecting art, you don't need to be, you know, this. It's the last thing you need. I mean, it's hard enough for people I mean, as it is. The last thing they need is to be intimidated. Yeah. No, but it's just like I tell people, like, people are always shocked, like, when I tell them, like, oh, you don't need to have millions of dollars to buy art. And it's like you can start at a very, like, kind of elementary level of, like, your friend has something. But the reason why you don't buy your friend's stuff is you're like, oh, well, society doesn't care about who my friend is. So we're so <laughs> concerned. We're so concerned about the perception of others. And, like, fashion is, like, the number one thing I love to bag on. It's like... When you when you when you buy a Saint Laurent or a Louis Vuitton bag, you're just a walking billboard for the company. <laughs> That's what you are. And if you didn't care about the brand, right, you wouldn't care if they had their logo or not. But the logo like lets you know, like, yo, I got a Louis Vuitton. Like, just know that I dropped a thousand dollars on this shirt. <laughs> I mean, it tells a robber, like, yo, Target. <laughs> Check me out. Let me get that. But that's catch how me we, outside. That's how we are. It's the cars. It's the watches. It's all that. And art is so because art is in the confines. Yeah. The people who want to invest in it. They're like, okay, I'm gonna go get a Picasso because if I tell people I have a Picasso, I'm instantly Status cooler. Level. So just curious, like, so if if I'm an art collector and I want to, uh, you know, start with my friend because you know I don't want to believe that his val his work doesn't. Valley because society doesn't care about them. I mean, what's the next step basically then? So the step is you got to understand who I, who actually, the, the people who have power in this industry are the buyers themselves. They yeah. just don't realize it mm -hmm. until later on. So the idea of it is they always say buy art that you like, right? That's a soft way of like, you're going to get fucked later on. You know? <laughs> don't try and resell this because it's not worth anything. Mm, yeah. It's but good, good it's point. like, no, yeah, you should buy what you like. 
like you don't buy things that you don't like, yeah. you know, and art doesn't, art isn't one of these things we buy for functionality. Like when you start getting into luxury in general, because I deal in the luxury market, it's mm. beyond art. Yeah. There's no way you can justify a $200,000 watch. There's no way you can justify a $50 million home. Each doesn't There's work no any way. better than the, the, materials, uh, the materials don't add yeah. up to 50 million. Mm. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then, but in our heads, you ask someone if they got rich, they would buy the $50 million home first. But it's like, why? Mm -hmm. You think sheetrock and, and drywall and, and they got papers? an empty house, basically. No, they, well, then they tell you, they sell you on this idea of location. And then when you dive deep into that, so it's like, okay, you're paying a premium to live amongst a bunch of assholes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that will never talk to each other. Oh, yeah. You'll, you'll look over your high garden and say, oh, they got that. Let me go oh, get a bigger, you know, You're looking trampoline. over your high garden only if you got a 30-foot fucking uh, ladder. Yeah, well. Dude, yeah. some of these hedges you're are flying like your, 40 you're, feet high. Your, you're flying your drone that yeah, you just you bought, you know, on the Wish app. That came eight it was delivered later. by a drone. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 so that that like so we sell ourselves these kind of ideas, and sure. we just we we all fall victim to it. Like you know, I like nice things, and like but when you actually break them down to their functionality, art art has no functionality. It's pure and aesthetic. Maybe it has a cool story behind it. So yeah, you should buy the 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 stories. And the things you like. So if you know your friend has a cool story, your goal as a as a buyer is to buy that piece and share that story with someone else. Mm. And they'll resonate with it. And most likely if they do, they'll also want to buy a piece. Now you're creating a market because now there's two people who just bought from one artist. Facts right there, man. And it's just, it's simple economics. Well, you're so basically supporting the artist. That's, yeah. that's how it should be. You know I mean? Yeah. There's one thing to invest in art. And, and dead people who, you know, who still have art here. Yeah. And then, you know, there's what I believe in is, which, you know, you see an artist that you like his work. Part of supporting them is buying their fucking work. Mm. Yeah. That's you how know, you support somebody. That's what I say, man. If you, if you listen to this if podcast. If you're brave enough to be a fucking artist these days, <laughs> then my God, hopefully someone out there will fucking support you. Yeah, man. I mean, especially if you listen to this podcast, man. I mean, we don't promote our store too much, but Teach has like all his work there. And then it means a lot. It means more to actually us, like when I see like people who listen to the podcast buy the stuff and actually, because I'm like, you're in the whole community, man. You're like, listen to us. You're like sharing our, you know, experience of life with us. We're telling you what's going on. And uh, we get to meet you guys at events and stuff like, like you met a few people at the, uh, the, uh, uh yeah. Monrovia dinner we had. Yeah, the I got event, to meet right? Karen, uh, McDonald and, and shout out um, Karen D. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it makes us feel good too. You know, when you got someone that's, that's willing to support you and continuously support you, um, you know, those days when you're kind of like, Oh man, I'm really fucking, should I be doing this shit or whatever? You know, that kind of support helps you get going and keep motivated during those times. That's you know? why you got to do TikToks. You need to, <laughs> you need to get in your bathing suit, teacher. Oh fuck. I'm letting you know, this is the path to success. I'm going to let my children do it. Okay. Once my children get good with that shit, then I'll have them run it for me. Okay? No, that that's the whole point. Like it's crazy. Like what what lures people in today? Like you know, TikTok's kind of interesting too. I, I hear like people like, oh, I learned from TikTok. Like I learned like life hacks from TikTok. Um, you, you know, I learned how to make X Y Z. There's all kinds of stuff. Like you can learn how to cook 
on TikTok Most of too. it is a girl shaking her booty. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I think that's on if your you, algorithm. No, no. Bro. It's every, every, every dude's algorithm. If you stare more than three seconds, that's it. They got you. And you're going to stare for three seconds because you're hoping it's going to be something else, but it's not. And then, <laughs> then, then you're stuck in this moment of like, wait, this is wrong, but ah. Oh, let me tell you what I don't like about TikTok though. See, on Instagram, you can always zoom. You, you know, if you're looking at booty pics, man, I mean, you want to be able to zoom that oh, shit. Man, you know? that's I mean, terrible. <laughs> on TikTok, you can't zoom. You can only like swipe up and down. You, you yeah, know what I mean? The right? craziest. Well, maybe I'm just creepy, man. <laughs> no, that's no, you get it on your iPad or on your laptop, <laughs> then you got a nice big screen there. Huh? The crazy trend right now, and this is this has brought in a lot of awareness to the trans community, is like people um, documenting their transition. And I've been, I have some hardcore like friends from different cultures. They're they're not updated on these things. They're not that, very woke. Yeah, they're not very woke or progressive. <laughs> so I'll send them like a video of like, hey, do you like this girl? And then they're like, yeah, she's hot. I'm like, oh it's no. a dude. <laughs> <laughs> and some of them are really hot, and they're just like, <laughs> their mind, the registry in the mind just goes like, no, God, what have I done? Well, look, I, I mean, had I had sinful thoughts. You know, you know. Would what, you want to date with this girl? Though I can set you up. They man. would. No, I, I go okay, full yeah, in. Yeah. I'm like, yo, oh, I think I know way, her. By the way, by the way, uh, this is a picture of her, like you know, before the thing. What do you mean the thing? Well, here, take a look, that, dude. Know, that's a two. <laughs> yeah, but you got a date with her, man. You, you said she was hot. No, wait a second, right? Yeah, but it's, <laughs> but it's here's the thing. I don't think, to be honest, here's the thing. You know how like. We know Michael Jackson. We don't know like all those other people that you're talking about on TikTok. <laughs> I'm just saying. I feel like I feel like possibly, man. Like the next generation, like they're gonna be so tolerant and acceptance of like the whole like trans thing that it's just like after they change, it won't it, even be. Yeah, a, no, I'll, I'll, I'll tell that's you how what's I feel. Gonna, like this I is what's gonna happen, and it's happening now. Like gender roles, like you, it, they're all messed up. Like I was. Uh, this is a true story with like my friends. I was like at a coffee shop looking to get a coffee with some of my friends and it's like my friend and his girlfriend and um he's ordering and uh i'm just assuming he's gonna pick it up it's like five bucks so i'm just like you know what are we gonna like all split a five dollar bill and he's like deciding like oh maybe i'm gonna split it with my girlfriend and I, I was like i called him out I'm like wait you're not gonna buy your girlfriend a drink like what type, what type of dude are you all of a sudden boy i got the hammer of thor <laughs> She turned out. She turned out to me, and she's like, "You think I can't buy my own drink?" And I'm like, "No, I'm sure you can uh, buy a two dollar and fifty cent. It's just time. I just value my time." <laughs> like, she went off on me, and she thought I was like the biggest male chauvinist because I'm like, if it's like if now if you go out on a date and you treat a girl, it's okay to be like, "Yo, you got this." And that's fine. Like, yeah, I got, yeah it's like, different now. Yeah, and like, if you say you're old fashioned, might as well just put on a Trump hat. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, it's kind of weird. Like nowadays, it's like almost like you're more. Before back in the day, I always felt like people who were like liberal were more the rebels. Okay, like you know, they're they're trying to challenge like society norms. Like, oh yeah, gay marriage. These things were like you know on the progressive front. Now, now they're now, just terrorists. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> now, basically, now, if you think about it, it's like, you know, the cultural war basically has been won by the woke people. You can't say this. You can't say that. And it's like it's like the people who are actually the rebels are actually the Trumpers, man. Like, you, you know, if you really think about it, they're like, oh, dude, we will not conform to your your fucking society rules. Uh, you, you know, we were going to make our own kind of like a... Uh, 
type stuff, man. So just very strange. I, I had this kind of like feeling that it's like all of a sudden, like, hey, man, the you know society status quo has changed, man. And uh, I don't know what do you guys think about that. You know, it's interesting because when you look, uh, I studied economics. When you look at it, like change always comes from essentially the left and then conservatives. So it's like terrorism. Going back to that, it can only come from that sense because it's like change. So yeah, we have more of a conservative approach, which a lot of people are like, this is not progressive enough. But I know it's the game is all messed up because I was at a restaurant. We, us guys, we've been like, we've been stiff. We got these gender neutral bathrooms, but they're only gen, gender neutral for men. Like, so women get to keep their bathrooms. Meanwhile, I got to take a piss. And now I like, now I'm, now I'm losing. <laughs> well, the crazy thing is like, you know what? We talked to a, uh a transgender person uh, named Lucky Alexander, um, a transgender man. man. Talk about being afraid to just speak and talk about the the subject with him. Like I was afraid I was going to step on you know something every single step I took. Wait, I was, you like, know, so he, afraid to he, say anything. Yeah, he educated. He told us about like he was he used passing to be a woman basically, and then he uh, transitioned into being a man. So th- yeah, it's very it's more. Usually, whenever we think about it, we think about like, oh, a man's trying man, to man transition into a woman. You know, he was just saying, he was like, dude, what about somebody like him? Where, where should he go to the bathroom? No, no, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, very, so- it's very real. But what I'm saying is now the fact that like, I was like, yo, I got to really pee. This was not about the bathroom. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm digressing. I don't even care about the bathroom. Yeah, I just yeah, got to yeah. use the bathroom. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, it was a single stall. I'm going into the woman's bathroom. Now, I've done that before this whole transition whatever i was like yeah, yo yeah, if yeah. i gotta go i'm going right yeah so i go into the woman's bathroom i come out there's a woman there i'm like she's like she's looking at me in disgust like oh my god how could you have used the woman's bathroom i'm like <laughs> in that moment i identified as a woman but now i'm a man so <laughs> and that can pass that can pass in 2020 like i felt like it and it's like you're right it can pass in 2020. i think the I crazy mean... thing about it is we should be very sensitive to those things i have in my family someone who transitioned and the, the mm. reality of it is it's very real, but you can't like we as a society just need to learn to tolerate. Like, mm, there you go. That, I like that. that word tolerance, tolerance. Man. Yeah. You know, we've been, talking, we've been talking about, about that. that a lot on the show. Yeah. But when you're talking about legislation and changing certain things, like anything, we as a people are so kind, like back in the olden days, like when I talk medieval times, if you, if you came out wrong, like disabled, they were just like, this is the solution. I'm like, oh, I'll just kill it. Throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Like, we, so we need to pat ourselves on the back, yeah, you know, on the yeah. back We've a come little a long bit. Way. Yeah. And say, wow, you know, we're, we're really, you know, making strides. And what about when they're like, we can do better, though. Do better. <laughs> you know, be better. For, for, change, <laughs> for change to happen, though, yeah. it takes time. Yeah, you're right. Like it just takes time. Like, yeah. like so if things trying, have to be broken, some things. Some yeah, people because have to like, get pissed off, and then they have well, to figure no, it out. And, and we have a generation that's living. We're all aging at the end of the day, and we we're like an iPhone battery. We start off like real nice at 100, percent and eventually we'll never get our full charge back at 100. We'll be at like <laughs> 90, right? And that's our capacity. It's just 90. It is what it is. Yeah. And you know we're not going to get a new battery. It's just we're we're withering and. You can't expect everyone who like this is the way it was just to change. So you got to like, all right, inform. Like that's why it's like the worst thing is like when people like they have kids and they want their kids to be stuck in their old ways. So they don't educate them. Yeah. So it's education. And like college might be like there used to be a time you go to college. It's a good like 
it's going to prove in your lifetime ROI positive. It's not anymore. So it's a wrong investment. <laughs> I mean, it's a bad investment. You, you know, you're talking about like Jordan Peterson earlier, how he, uh, wasn't he like a professor or something like that? Yeah. At Evergreen. Cl- then, uh, clinical psychologist. Yeah. And then basically like the students took over basically. And then, uh, started like, just like, I guess, taking over the classroom, telling them to say black lives matter or something like that. Is that not the same guy? Uh, I'm not sure if he had that episode <clears throat> or anything, but he's, he's, you know, he's, he's, an authority and when it comes to like certain aspects and he had to go to rehab not long ago didn't he well he he suffers from like depression and stuff mm. and people didn't know he was like on all these pills but he's a brilliant guy when you just fucking no wonder he, you give me enough pills i'll be brilliant as fuck too <laughs> you know the thing about it they show like the most intellectual people are like the most miserable yeah like absolutely. just they're just like they're fed up with it and sometimes i'm like that's why i tell people i'm dumb i'm like yo i'm fine i'm not brilliant <laughs> don't, don't think i'm depressed <laughs> don't be worried about me leave me alone please no it's 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 very interesting and i think about like going back to the whole transgender and different people like i think about the percentage of people that are dealing with that and then the percentage of people who actually have to go out of their way and hate like i don't even have time for that like when i see like a homeless guy and he's like crazy crap like do you think i'm spending my time going like let me go change this guy's life like no he's like talking to the telephone pole or something like yeah. <laughs> so like you take a lot if of someone there. but there are interesting like you know questions you got to ask when it comes to relationships like someone i was hearing an interesting like conversation like are you transphobic if you don't want to date a trans person because there's a difference between kind of our sexual desires yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and like so it's like an interesting question no that, that that's a really good question actually because like and i think that's actually something like like i said i think in future generations as they it becomes more normal and normal and normal like it's just like these topics won't even be discussed. That's kind of how I feel like, you know what I mean? Well, they'll like, be discussed, but just not with as much, you know, um, ignorance. Well, I, I, it's, it's very interesting because when I go, I always consider myself like a man of science. When you go just back science, the primitive aspects of us is the reason why you'd want someone who is like, let's say a female is like that idea of like literally spreading your genetic makeup Mm. like there is something as that in like that's rooted in our brain it's just very real and i think it's interesting because now we just we've created all these obstacles to like create mass delusions Mm. of all of us so Mm. you can't and this goes back to like censorship like i see people you know there was a lot of trump rallies here and mm. you know this is what makes this country great you can go do that whatever whatever you support go do it as long as you're not harming anyone yeah not doing anything wrong and like the fact that you would say like oh this person spewing hate speech it's like wow the fact that you're allowed to talk and say that is it's based on that it's level. something we always talk about it's like the aclu right <laughs> they defend they defended the fact that allow like Nazi sympathizers and their Jewish organization because they want to protect free speech, basically. You know what I mean? So I think that's like something like it's weird. It's more the woke people that are trying to curb all the speech and stuff like that. I think you know. Yeah, what I mean? if you say you're, you you're gonna do something like when I was driving down in the south, I was like, oh, I just can't wait until this thing like certain aspects just die off because I was like, 
I'm just not going to go to a place like I have senses where I'm not like welcomed for dumb reasons. <laughs> but like I'm even dumber if I stay, you know, it's like I was in the South. I'm not sure if I told you guys this which, story. Which part? I've never been to. I mean, I've been like, to some it places. It was like but... North, South Carolina. I don't remember. It okay. was one of those states that I call them flyby. But it's about <laughs> the same. I go to stop in a restroom and I could tell this place is like stuck in time. When the guy behind the counter, I feel like has a shotgun, you know, nice mustache hmm. you know yosemite sam kind of guy yeah it just he gave me the heebie-jeebies and i'm looking and you know he's like, hey howdy you know don't i go to the go to the restroom and like i just see this carving and it's of a kkk member like creating a oh, violent act oh my God. and this is how i knew my head was like a little bit like well i'm sorry did you say a carving yeah it was like a like a carving in the door like someone had carved in the bathroom door. It was well, like, that's a whole other level of just. Well, check it out. It was so, like KKK graffiti, basically. Yeah, it was like it was a Tag. KKK member, like you know, trying to like lynch somebody, and Jesus. I was conflicted because I was like, on the one hand, I was like, wow, this actually like this took some time artistry. <laughs> like I was like, it was well, well, that's what like, I mean. That's made. gonna take some time to make. To so like someone clearly that. invested content, super messed up, but I was like. I got to get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but I was just like, you know, that, that right there. Like, Your racist is very well done. No, but you know what's so funny? I don't know the person who created that, but it definitely. You're saying that it's, it's weird that it took, he took the time, so much time to spend on something that's so like hateful, right? Is that, is that what yeah, you're Yeah, and in the place too, you're on like, you're sitting on the john and you're like, hmm, that's an interesting <laughs> oh, No, but it's, it's, it's fascinating because. Our assumption is whoever did it is a racist, right? Right. Or it but could be a 13-year-old kid. I he mean. could have been very not. Maybe the idea was just for you to say he was actually warning people, right? Like he could be actually a hero. I'm like, oh, anyone who's here, just know this is the type of people that are around here, right? We don't know. We don't have any mm. context to it other than knowing what we're visually seeing. So we It jump, is in the shitter. So Yeah. We're, we're jumping to conclusions all the time about this stuff. And I just hope, like, we just get to a place where everyone has enough knowledge. Like, I'm not, like, if someone's really discriminating against me, like, the whole thing, institutional racism, like, I'm not going to go work for an institution that doesn't want to see me succeed. That is dumb. Yeah. And I'm not going to go after that institution. I'm going to go build my own institution and put them out of business. Mm. That's what a good business does. Like, Absolutely. Oh, you know, yes. you just... What does the cops, though? I mean, you can't really... <laughs> you know... The, use the, the rights that you're given. I'll use say... Use the Constitution. You start your own business and you do it just like you said. I'll say this to... You know, to... to I, I'm not against policing and anything. But when you think about giving any type of person that type of power where they can take life... You know, if, if this was like my country, I'd be like, yo, everyone gets just like taser guns. Just like, instead of just killing people, just super like straight euthanizers, you know, you just like shaking, whatever. <laughs> and like, I've talked to a couple of my cop buddies. So like, you don't know when a guy's on PCP, I'm like, no, a dart. I've seen it. If it can take down a black rhino, it's taking down Freddie, who's on, I don't care what he's on, you know? Yeah. But then the guy that you're shooting at might have a gun. You have a fucking blow dart and it's just, <laughs> just don't miss. <laughs> Have them, this, this needs to be like, yo, get your range up. Like you're a cop. Like you should be able to like, like, what's the point of like, have you seen those motorcycle cops? They're super, like, 
they got to really know how to ride a bike. Like, well, that's, yeah. that's what, you know, Andrew Yang said, man. All, all, all cops got to have a, a purple belt in jiu-jitsu, man. I, I think that's like, I think that's like a solid. Uh... Well, you know what? That and just the proper protection, you know. Like, seriously, if you gave them the, the right kind of armor to wear... Yeah, have them just roll around They're not going to be worried about getting fucking shot. We just need RoboCop here, bro. <laughs> no, we have the technology. Technology's there. Speaking of technology, can you just go back over one more time before we get out of here, the project you're working on? Yes, Art Matcher, the app. We're going to be launching uh, the website's www.artmatcher.com. We're going to be coming out next year um, in the beginning and... There's a video on YouTube to check out if you guys just want to see essentially a nice synopsis of it. So definitely check that out. And that's that's where I'm investing a lot of my energy. And the reason for that is I want to build these dysfunctional relationships within this dysfunctional industry. So Dude, I, I, like I said, I think it's uh, one of the best projects that I've ever seen when it comes to... Um, helping people who are wanting to buy art, who are wanting to even kind of learn about art a little bit at the same time to connect and to develop a relationship. Can we play the audio on this? Is there like yeah, speaking yeah. on it? Yeah, well, we should just end with this, uh, this nice little YouTube video here. Yeah, it's great. All right, here, let's cool. go ahead and uh, play it. Are you comfortable walking into an art gallery? Do you ever wonder about the real price of an art piece versus the sticker price? Is buying your perfect painting also a great experience? Art Matcher is a new way to learn about art, love art, and get matched with people that will help find what you need in the art world. The art industry has been devastated over the years, and we will help rebuild it by connecting people that should do business together. Art Matcher supports buyers of art, investors in art, and those who have art to sell. Swipe on art images and our app will learn about you and then match you with buyers, galleries, or artists that provide those services. Artmatcher connects you to your perfect match and helps you become an art aficionado. Woo, I like that, man. Very yeah. professional, dude. So we're gonna... saying, man, it is short, it is to the point, and, and very well produced, man. Dude, man, anybody can sign up if you're a gallerist, buyer, or artist, yeah, basically, we're, we're, right? Yeah, we're bringing all the relationships full circle, and we're looking to bring just value to the people using the apps. We're not looking to get, like, some of these other platforms where we're asking a monthly subscription fee. Mm. We're really just trying to focus. Oh, wow, that's key, too. Yeah, no, and that was one of the things when kind of me jumping on this project, I wanted it to make sense where we could scale it and and really just bring that value to people. And it's like a lot of times... Well, dude, that definitely helps, man. You know, when yeah, you, no, you because tell somebody, like, don't worry about fucking paying for it, all right? I got you. No, it's, it's amazing because when you're, when you're hit with a price, now you're expecting like, okay, I paid you X amount of dollars. What value can you bring? And we're hoping that when people sign up, they're going to go, wow, I'm getting all this value and it's for free. So when it does come to aspects where we'll have like some aspect where there is payment, you'll at least see like, wow, look at all this free value. It's kind of like the idea of Facebook, like Gosh, if we didn't have Facebook, you couldn't be, you know, be friends with the guy in Taiwan that like you met when you were like three or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I right. think about all like I grew up in Israel and I think about like, wow, I wouldn't be connected to these people now that I care. But like, I can That's see their face. Hell yeah, man. So it's basically a new like a social network basically for the art industry. Right. Would you say? It's, yeah. For the creative industry. Awesome. 100%. Awesome. Hell yeah, man. Well, dude, man, thank you so much for inviting us on. 
uh, to to hear uh, at your place, man. Oh, it's always, always a, pleasure, a pleasure, dude. And uh, makes us look very professional, you know, when we got the, all these fucking <laughs> Tannenbaum pieces around us here as well, man. I know. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Mr. Tannenbaum, dude. I oh, love yeah, being man. around your work. I know he's working on a couple of paintings for me as we speak. Ooh. Can't awesome. wait to see those. Hell yeah, man. Well, dude, drop your social one more time, man, for uh, Instagram. It's uh, MRG Fine Art. That's the IG. Uh, and that's the only one I'm using. So Smart. Awesome, keep it, man. Keep it simple. And I to the it. audience, thank you guys for hanging out with us. And uh, follow us at PTTP Show. And uh, um, leave us a review on iTunes. Thank you very much, guys. Take care. And peace. Peace. And in the